0: Check. Okay. Check one, two, recording. This is Nick from Venture Guys. We're in the basement of Bar Frida. Bar Frida, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was Freda, but. Uh, Freda. Yeah. I'm going, Frida. Uh, yep. Uh, Eric is setting up right now. Um, I see joysticks banner up. We're about to have a banner night. Uh, Eric, what up? Yo, 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 yo. We're here in Queens, baby. Yes. Finally, another uh, on-site pod. Um, Eric, how are you feeling about the show?
1: Uh, I'm a little nervous. It's the first time ever doing my solo show in this format. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we saw a little bit of this on your Facebook
0: during the pandemic.
1: (laughs) Yes, it's sort of like that, but new and improved.
0: Hell yeah, it did. Hell yeah. Um, Did you... uh, You've been preparing for, you're talking about this and you've been posting about it. You were like staying up all night to prepare for this. Did you actually watch our episode of Adventure Time this week? I did. I watched
1: it uh, earlier today. I have not edited our previous episode of the podcast yet though. So (laughs) we're recording this pretty far in advance from when people are going to hear it, I guess.
0: (laughs) Hey, that's the spirit. Let's roll that uh, theme song. so that was a bit of a chaotic <laughs> opening to the show today. But uh, but yeah, we talked about it a little bit last week. Eric is playing his first proper solo show in New York, and he's doing it in this new configuration with all sorts of backing tracks and effects, and it should be great. Uh, I'll post some from the Adventure Guys account so you can all see it. But uh, since Eric's schedule has been so insane with work... And preparing for the show was like, why don't we just do the episode at the show? Why don't we just make it even more chaotic and crazy? So I'm glad that we did. Eric's back. He was just <laughs> setting up on stage. I'm giving, like, giving a little context to the listener as to what exactly the hell is going on. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: So um. my, my uh, headphone extender cable is not in great condition. um, And Jack is supposedly bringing one for me. Uh,
0: (laughs) Amazing. Eric is missing a key piece of equipment for his set, um, which is due to start in 13 minutes. And it's going to be arriving in less than ideal condition. So fingers crossed for our boy.
1: It's not a key piece. I do have, well, I, I guess it has the potential to be a key piece.
0: You can get by without it.
1: Yeah. But it would be nice to have a quality one. I have my current one taped up with Gaff, and it's like 75% all right. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Um, we came. You wanna see my setup? Do you want to see my setup? Yeah, let's go. Here, hold on. Let me get the shit. We're going to go. We're portable, baby. We're portable. Thank you, Zoom, for the PodTrack P4. All right. So we're going up to Eric's yeah, yeah. setup and his board. Um, this is really a visual endeavor that we're going to do on an audio podcast, but fuck it. Let's do it. All right, Eric, what we got? What are we working with here? I see you got the yellow picks. I like yellow those picks, myself. Yes. yellow picks for this show. Uh, I'm downscaling from
1: green uh, because I just th- thought it felt better for this set. Usually uh, I'm a green or blue, but today, today it's going to be yellow. Hey.
0: Um, <laughs> I love it. It looks like you're running heat. Oh shit! I'm beacon, dude. I'm, I'm I'm engineering on the fly here with the with the pod track All pod track before. All right. So you're going on uh, Ableton.
1: Yes, I'm in Ableton session mode, um, which is a little bit weird because I'm using a lot of backing tracks, and usually people are in arrangement mode for that. Um, but I want to have capability to do some minimal looping and trigger scenes. Uh, With an APC 40. So that makes automation really weird. So I have a really strange workaround for like a lot of this shit. All my clips are really weird. I try to organize it as much as possible, but I would love someone who is like a real Ableton head to like look at this and just shit themselves over it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Calling all Ableton heads. Um, Then you've got like below that, like, is this your vocal chain?
1: My vocal chain is, I have this uh, Persona channel strip, so I'm using an outboard uh, preamp and compressor and EQ, I'm doing all that analog. Um, so then the, the mic goes from that to the TC Helicon Voice Live, and all my effects are in there, And then it goes into the Ableton input, and I have Ableton controlling all the program changes
0: for this Voice Live pedal, so that's going to give me auto-tune and harmony and that kind of shit. It's a, that's a serious vocal chain pedal. Um, I see you've got a Strymon next to it. What's the Strymon uh, Volante? Yeah. So at the very end of my
1: chain, this is after my monitors and everything. I have uh, a tape delay pedal that's just at the, like after everything. If I just wanted to like fuzz out on some tape bullshit, yes, <laughs> I can just push the button.
0: That's all we ever want as musicians <laughs> in life.
1: Yeah, it'll it'll just give me like an extra few seconds at the end of every song to just like collect myself while there's just like weird tape delay ringing out.
0: I can't wait to see you use that. And then down here we, uh, by the guitar, instead of guitar pedals, we've got the, uh, is that the uh, the Line 6 Helix?
1: Yeah, that's it. So all my program changes are automated from Ableton. Uh, it was really easy to do that. I've just basically got eight presets and I'm switching between them pretty haphazardly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. And then that jam up there, the Akai uh, thing, What? how are you using that? That's the APC40's
1: pretty standard Ableton controller. It's like it's just a control server. It's like it's specifically for Ableton. So those that triggers all my clips, and I've got uh, my mixer there. Um, yeah, everything is self-contained, so I'm mixing my own stuff and just sending a main left and right to the sound guy.
0: This rules. I love that we... Really going deep for the heads on our Adventure Time podcast. We're doing a, a rig rundown <laughs> with Eric here. <laughs> um, yeah, you brought? Did you bring your own vocal mic tonight? Are you yeah. using? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a fifty-eight. Uh, yeah,
1: I brought a fifty-eight rather than using my Telefunken just because I forgot to bring my Telefunken to my studio the day that I tested all my levels. So I'm I'm tied to the fifty-eight for the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love how serious the setup is for this venue. You're bringing it, dude. High level. I got the reverend guitar over here. Yeah.
1: My, back, my backup's in there.
0: Hell, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, OK, well, I'm going to vacate the stage. We've got eight minutes till showtime. I'm going to grab a beer and let you collect yourself.
1: Yeah, I'm going to grab some water and hope Jack from Stop Depressor shows up with the headphone extender cable. Um,
0: yeah, uh, we love you, Eric, <laughs> me and the adventure heads.
1: Isn't this a great opening act? Yeah. Yeah. This is this is a pre-packaged opener set. You can book it for whatever you want. If you have something cooler or better, I will play before you. Yeah. <laughs> Just send me an email. <laughs> yeah, This next song is about going on tour. Hey, Joystick is here. They're on tour. Right on, right on. Yeah, let's hear it for going on tour. Woo! Every time that I show my face, first show, first time doing this format. Now would be a great time to have like some loop playing so I could take a drink of water. Someone write that down for me so I don't forget for next time. <laughs> All right, let's see, let's see. Okay. This next song is about watching Steven Universe and crying.
2: Let's
0: uh, stick around for more Scum music. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right the yeah. Eric just finished. He ripped it. Um, I'm, I kind of want to go on stage and get a sound bite, but it looks like he's got just so much work to tear this shit down. Hey, Eric. You need a hand? Tear him down, my boy? Want a hand? All right. I'm going to help him. (laughs) All right. We're recording post-set now. Post-set. I, I did get, well, probably we'll have just heard it, but I did record some audio. Cool.
1: Allie from South the just has just uh, recorded some videos. She just sent me them and I haven't watched them yet, but
0: they look pretty decent. Documentation station. What do you think uh, of my outfit? Do I look cute tonight? The shirt is great. <laughs> One of the best shirts I've seen you wear. <laughs> I hardly wear this shirt, but it matches my shorts. It's great. <laughs> um if, if it matched your personality on stage which is which is noticeably more animated and bubbly than like a Hallophonics show yeah but in a very fun way I, I, hope, I loved it I
1: hope to become more fun as we do more of these sets
0: <laughs> Hell yeah well it 's different like it's it's really different from the Holophonics now yes. you know it 's a very different vibe especially where the Hall of Phonics are headed uh, with Heavier, wilder music to have this, mm-hmm. um, you know, the chip tune, hyper pop, fun, laptop music, shit, yeah, so so great. I
1: didn't intend this to be hyper Scott, but is that what this is?
0: Am I a hyper Scott artist now? Sorry, um, no, not not fully, <laughs> but you're like teetering. <laughs> okay, but there are there are moments that are that are hyper Scott ish. Sorry, dude. You're going to be pissed at me when you get these audio files. Are you changing the game all around? Well, it was just clipping a little bit, and I've realized. So. Okay. Well, it's all good. I'm like.
1: Realistically, I'm not going to edit this for another few days. I still have to edit our previous episode, so yeah. this is a problem for future Eric. Yeah. Ju- I've been putting off a lot of problems for future Eric. I love it. <laughs> They're all going to start hitting next week. Um, Dude, so next week, I'm probably going to become an uncle, too. My really? Li- my life is not going to oh slow down. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> Dude, you're, you found the current, and you're in it now.
1: Yeah, my sister isn't due until like the end of the month, but... She's been in and out like with like early contractions and like they think it's going to come like a couple weeks
0: early. Wow. So, yeah, congrats <laughs> preemptively yeah. to your sister and your family. That's great. Um, so this is the first time I, s- well, obviously this is the first time you've done a show like this, but the last time I saw an solo show is probably when you played with my band in like 2017, 18 or whatever. Sixteen, yeah, two thousand
1: sixteen at the Grand Victory. Yes, R. In R.I.P.
0: My old band, God Brother, and you played. Where Where was the Grand Victory? It's pretty Houston. close to where I live now, right? Yeah, I was, don't really remember. It's on Grand Street in uh, in Williamsburg. Um, yeah, like Grand and I don't know. I can't really. I can't. I'm 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 forgetting the cross street. Like South First. And uh, Bedford, almost like it's right around there. Yeah,
1: and you had a rehearsal studio near, very nearby, what, across the street from what, Grand Victory. Yeah,
0: what what was that rehearsal studio? It was the basement of an apartment building that the landlord had converted into practice spaces. And I think that apartment building and practice spaces have been there. One of the, that was like an OG Williamsburg thing. That like, there's this band called The Men. That's like an actual real band. Like, they've gotten like great reviews on Pitchfork and toured the world. And they practiced down there. So I think they'd been it'd been like a practice base for like eleven plus years or something. And and then like the whole world was built up around that building. <laughs> and we lucked into being down there. Is for it a couple still years. there? I'm not sure. I should ask. I bet it is.
1: I like I, I like my current studio, but that's close. I mean, yeah, my current studio isn't even that far away, but I know I'm not gonna be there after uh May of next year. Right. Because my rent will automatically increase by, like, 45%. Yeah, screw that. (laughs) That's, like, built into my contract. Like, if I stay beyond the first year, my rent goes up. So, it's like, why would anyone fucking want to stay? Like, that seems like such a stupid way to do it. Totally. (laughs) Like, isn't changing out tenants, like, more of a hassle than keeping people?
0: Yeah. (laughs) It is. Because then the,
1: the new person would get a better rate for their first year. Like yeah. I don't, it's it's fucking stupid. It's stupid.
0: But anyway, that show you played acoustic was a fun show, but I I was I couldn't I was just thinking I was like this is like totally a step up. Thank and you. and in a in a great way. Not no dig at past Eric, but present Eric uh really it, it was like a really fun thing that you're not going to see at every punk show.
1: Yeah, I hope I hope I'm gonna start doing this a lot like i hope this becomes like a very frequent thing like 2016 when we did that show yeah i was touring the country solo acoustic just just me by my lonesome just driving around in a van all uh-huh. over uh and you know i was just another guy with an acoustic guitar so i wasn't really like adding anything conceptually to the whole like <laughs> touring scene or anything
0: like I was in the just night like, and the light lineup of the night like yeah. like in a, in a night like this where it's like a four band bill you're 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 the guy with the crazy bloops and bloops and stuff that you walk away remembering
1: yeah this is I, I think I'll have an easier time booking this yeah so uh, once I like really get good at doing this I'm going to start trying to book some tour dates um and I think it'll be easier to take this on the road
0: nice there's some really mm. great moments I was saying before. Where, like, you weren't even playing guitar, and it was just the backing track, and like your voice was filtered, and there was auto tune on it, and I was like, "This is amazing!" And this is like, I had been waiting to hear this, especially since we've been doing all this Adventure Guys podcast music. I'd always been waiting for you to like take that in album form, and like this show was like doing a lot of that.
1: Yeah, I'd love, I'd really love to like take some more opportunities to put the guitar down. And just sing to the back and track and do some choreography.
0: Oh, I don't, I don't know any choreo-
1: I don't know how to dance really. So Not yet. Hey, if there's any uh, any choreographers out there listening in Podworld, yeah, uh, send us an email. Did you see the mail at <laughs> gmail and, <laughs> and let me know where I can get some some choreographed yeah. or dance lessons or whatever. Hell yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm really excited to see if how much these mics are picking up the uh, the bar music and the door slamming. Uh, there's some bass rumble from the... I hope a lot,
1: because I just... I know I'm going to hate myself for saying this, but it's going to be hilarious trying to edit this episode later.
0: <laughs> uh, at least you're objective about it. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Well, high five. Successful night. Um, Thanks. Hell yeah, dude. I'm happy for you. Um, yeah, cool. Do we Do we want to talk about the episode? I do. Let's do episode discussion. Yes.
1: Um, yeah, we watched season one, episode 16, Ocean of Fear. Uh, yeah, I watched it today, and I was like, oh, dang, um, we have a really busy night, but this is an episode that we could talk about a lot, because we're J.G. Quintel fans.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I've been really down the regular show
1: rabbit hole. Yeah, um, yeah I'm in the middle of a, of a rewatch right now. I think I'm in
0: season five. Nice. I'm watching season eight, so this is <laughs> pretty amazing and uh coincidence. So he wrote... So he went to CalArts at the same time as Pendleton Ward, and the same time who did Gravity's Gravity Falls, Alex Hirsch. Yes. So they all went at the same time. I don't know if all three of them worked on uh, Misadventures of Flapjack. Yes. Yeah. I'm getting it right. Um, yeah. And and then uh, you know JG Quintel worked on the f- I don't, did Alex work on the first season of Adventure Time with Pendleton Ward.
1: I don't think he, so. Yeah, you
0: know, He was already maybe off doing his thing or still on 5 track. But J.G. Quintel came and wrote mm. on the first season of Adventure Time.
1: Yeah. And Regular Show was... already happening? Maybe? I think? I yes. think.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah. But he was still contributing, which is pretty insane to think about. Right. And, um, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so Regular Show was... started
1: in 2009...
0: I thought it was 10. I'm looking it up right now, Googling it.
1: Google. Google. (laughs) The Google theme song.
0: Um, 2009, yeah, August 14th.
1: Uh, okay, yeah, so at that point, he had already established a relationship with Mark Hamill, who's the guest voice actor. Look who it is! Yeah, oh, we've, got, we've got a guest joining us. This is uh, Danny, Danny Portilla from Stop the Presses. What's up, Danny? What up, y'all?
2: <laughs> We're...
0: Uh- we're we're podcasting after post Eric. Se- I mean that's what it's it, what it looks like, right? <laughs> uh,
2: yes, that's that's pretty much what it looks like. You guys are in the darkest corner of this bar, um, trying to find a semi quiet nook. Yeah, I love it. You you all like you have that like intensity of like we know exactly what we're doing, <laughs> whether or not you all do. I love it.
1: Yeah, this is a pretty aggressive move, just posting up and podcasting in the corner of a bar. Like because
0: this. for the listener, we do have. Like mics, the normal mics you record into with XLRs. It's not, we're not fucking around on phones. zoom. Yeah, I I mean, it's better than a
2: Starbucks. I I, I respect it. All right, we got Ali.
0: Oh, yes, Jack. (laughs) Jack. Hi. You missed the dub chorus set, yo.
3: Yes. You did.
0: D U B C O
1: R P. (laughs) Yeah, I needed a little bit of a break uh, after my set. Um, Joystick is going to start soon, so we got to go downstairs for that when that happens.
0: That's good. I feel like. We got Jack on the pod, which he said he would never do. Yeah.
1: He's walking out the door right Mission now. Mission accomplished. Oh, we're we're going to put in the episode featuring Jack Good
2: off <laughs> the presses. He said he would never come on. Yeah. If you can even find where to tag him, good luck with that.
3: Yeah, he, you can't tag him. He's <laughs> Uh,
1: So, hey, y'all have a new podcast. I haven't listened to the first yeah. episode yet, but it's on my list. Uh, you want to uh, plug that real quick?
2: Uh, sure. For fans of, of uh, sci-fi and adjacent things, we started a new podcast called Super Science Adventure. Uh, myself and Ali, uh, Ladies Kaga over here, Just tackle a new movie every month and ripping
3: we, into uh, movies, basically.
2: Yeah, we have like a <laughs> six point scale in six different categories that we demolish movies uh, and. You know, throw a bunch of shade in there, some some cool trivia and yes. stuff like that. You know, definitely want to have you on when we uh, when we talk about. Maybe we can do just like actually a crossover. That would be really oh, good. Cross- yes, and super science, super science adventure, guys.
1: Oh, oh!
0: <laughs> yes, please.
2: I
3: love it. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, uh, so okay. we gotta have y'all on. We're, we've been talking about it for a while. We're gonna do a David Lynch episode. Yeah. It's gonna happen with y'all.
2: Right. I would um, very much love to do that. The, his um, his stuff is great. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're big fans. We've talked about that on, on several occasions.
0: Oh yeah, it's gonna happen. I myself, I think through the, you can track it through the course of this podcast. Never a sci-fi guy and discovered it over the course of this podcast. Eric got me into some comic books. I started watching some uh, John Carpenter movies, and, like, my, my mind is open. So I can't wait for you guys to Most be like, depth. give, me, really like give the, me a movie.
2: I love that. I really like the, uh, the, the notion of that. There's a couple of people who have, like, stories like that going on, like Steve has never seen star wars and like i'm insulted by it personally i know um and he was like yeah let's do it i'll pick that as my movie and i'm like "Ooh, sorry that's not on the list and he's like why and i'm like it's been talked about to death like nobody wants to hear me talk about star wars so we'll see if we can get something like real fun for you Uh, i love that nick yeah
3: totally
0: go listen to that i love this
2: yeah uh
3: Danny and I watch movies all the time and we'll, like, love a really bad movie sometimes and we're like, why do we love this garbage? So that's why we came up with this, like, scoring system because, like, to differentiate, is this a bad movie or is this a good movie? And so, like, certain movies will have a terrible script or the actors are just, like, way too good for this movie. Like, the storyline makes no sense, but for some reason... You just love the movie, or it was a really good
2: idea that they just demolished themselves with like putting too much into it, or hat on a hat, or loose threads. Like you know, sometimes a movie will have a great elevator pitch, but then it just is way too long, (laughs) or you know, such things. So
0: I don't want to like take away from the podcast, but I would love to know what the scoring system. You said it was a six point scoring system. Could you could you tell us what it is? Yeah,
2: absolutely. So it's you can get a total of thirty six points. Total. Um, And it's over six categories. The first category is the story, which is the elevator pitch. Uh, How, you know, in a minute and a half, tell me the the plot of what you're trying to do. Yo, yo, hello, y'all. Getting tons of love from folks. Um, Number two is then the the script, which is, you know, based on that. Then you have direction and cinematography together, because those are like the visual sense of the movie. Uh, Then you have performances. What do the actors do? Do they plus or minus all of those things then we have production which is like costuming um, you know sets backgrounds all this stuff Uh, anything that's like production related scenery and everything and then the last is all the effects uh practical effects special effects music, like right? you know music scoring right. is all in that one which is like what i call like the photoshop layers on the movie right uh you've shot everything you've done everything the best you can and then you do those finishing touches so each one of those things can be great on their own right. um and you know some of them could be terrible but you want to like, love so, it some yeah, yeah somehow remove it's them from so each other
3: and like I said, like we kind of just we just love wa- watching movies and shows, and we like developed this just you know over the years, and then that's when we were like, yeah, we should like really like do this, especially um, all the comic book movies and stuff that have come out because like some of them are really great, and you know some of them might not hold up as well. And-
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, so you developed the system before the podcast,
2: like you just did this for yourselves. Oh,
3: yeah, we did it's- this for ourselves. So, like we always. This is, like, how we would communicate about movies, like... We found ourselves always
2: coming back to these kind of central points. It's like, yeah, I really like, uh, like, this movie um, Velvet Buzzsaw. We've been using this as a great example. This This is a Netflix movie from a couple of years ago.
3: This is the movie that, like, kind of started all of it. It's not a sci-fi. It's, like, a horror movie. It's 100% science fiction. Yeah, well, I guess so. It's such a weird... Movie. It's science
2: fiction <laughs> horror, but like the movie is like, like kind a- of atrocious, and like I said, just has really bad stuff all it's, over it. Right. But the kernel of the idea is pretty interesting, and then Jake Gyllenhaal is just doing.
3: Yeah, like all the actors work. actually. There's like I Tony Collette.
0: love, love Jake. Jake Gyllenhaal. He can get he can get real scary if he and wants. He's He can
3: do great. a lot of things. And like we were watching, and he's like just acting this script that is. Your garbage. It's just
2: absolute garbage. And He's lifting. Tony
3: Colette's in the movie. There's a ton of famous people yeah. in this movie. It's it's shot Rene really Russo. well. Rene Russo writer forgot. It's shot really well. It looks really good. It's terrible. God, it should but not have we been made. Can't like we watched it all the way to the end. We could not stop. Like we couldn't turn it off. And then that just kind of like is where this whole idea stemmed was like, how can all of these elements be so good? And this movie. Be complete trash. It makes no sense. The whole movie makes no sense. Yeah. I guess I, that's why I don't even realize it's a sci-fi because the sci-fi thread, like that they have in the movie, they just drop it midway through. So yeah, I always just assume, like I'm always like I don't even know what. It
2: spoiler is. alert: the movie centers around an an author. I'm sorry, a painter who is an agoraphobe and dies in his apartment. And then somebody stumbles upon all of his paints. His paintings and tries to sell them to make money off of them. But the guy was actually a murderous sociopath who like mixed his blood into the paints and now the paintings are killing people. I like this. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Right?
3: It's kind of interesting. Right?
2: But then, like, halfway through it, it's like no longer about the blood, it's more just about the evil. Can, Can contained within like, the, the, they, the paintings and can now jump from painting right, to painting then, and it's then like, then wait it jumps a minute that a was sculpture. not
3: sculpture like then a yeah. sculpture kills so we're, we were like watching cuz they have a scientist in one scene and then that scientist never comes back
2: they never seen and again and
3: the whole that whole plot point is just gone from the movie Aww. and it's like
2: even edited out please like <laughs> so I, I don't I, even
3: <laughs> It's really funny.
2: This so, is um, great. Okay, we're getting
0: like a little mini app on here. <laughs> I'm I'm excited to to hear Eric and I had actually talked about trying to come up with a rating system of our own for Adventure Time. We abandoned that. I Abandoned idea real quick. it.
1: Two episodes max. Yeah, I like. I just yeah. I decided that was not something I wanted to do about the
0: show because we like every. Episode. episode that's almost. the problem that's yeah. the problem is be like every episode. you guys are gonna have a a way more variable evaluating is important,
2: right. yeah, it's gonna be great. Well, it, it, it and especially when we get guests in, uh, everything will be average. So like we each get our in- individual score and then that averages down to a mean score, um which will then just be like the ranking system of all these things. But I couldn't imagine ranking oh, like you know? adventure time against itself. like right. that's no? that's impossible. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That's yeah, tough. I mean it was conceived because we rip off uh, Jeff and Chris Farren's podcast about Lost. Jeff Friends. Right. Okay. And they they rate all the Lost episodes,
0: but they actually don't like Lost. Yeah, oh. so I haven't actually listened to the pod either. But yeah, yeah, they they hate it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and I just like recently put on Lost only for the first ten minutes of the show. Just to watch that
1: scene. over. Yeah, yeah. Over. It's it's and not then a good we turn show. The rest of it off. It's not good. <laughs> uh, I, ol- I only watch. It's <sighs> not good. I, I only watch the it's series. Good, because it's not I'm a good
0: wanted- show, but it's a fun ride the first time. And if it's fun, then that doesn't that mean it's kind of good. I, I don't
2: know. I That's, like. I don't know.
3: We always lie. It, that opening <laughs> That opening is so good And it's still like I can't remember do We, we it's enjoyed one of the it best,
2: It's one of the best Pilots I've and ever seen And then we seen, were like honestly. Well maybe
3: we should Keep watching the episode But then we got into The episode and we were like I can't do this to myself nope. again I'm turning yeah. this off uh,
2: no, I will give you. you I will give you The first three seasons But even already TV has like progressed So far past that You know what I mean oh, Yeah
0: right? At it's time yeah. It's time It was so Right singular and it, rad it was up and down i think it picked up in season
1: three when brian cave joined the writing staff There was a noticeable oh, yeah. uptick in quality right. uh but they yeah the pilot was great they promised a lot and they just did not deliver it all from
0: no the no whole the, whole series. we've talked about the solution it was just to raise more questions yeah. continuously so you forget about your old questions because there's now new questions and you know the whole like the dharma initiative i feel like was like okay we've dug ourselves too far in with this polar bear shit and everything. Like, so now we're here. And then
2: yeah. American Horror Story did the same thing. Yeah,
3: they kind of did too. I yeah. loved that show. Um, a lot of seasons of this show I really enjoyed. Other people not so much, I suppose, right?
2: Yeah, it was in and out. And then they ended up just like throwing a bunch of stuff at you, trying to get you to just like, yeah. no, 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 this is, we, we swear, this is horror. Look, yeah. look, look. And it's
3: like, um. oh, I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah it's not not every show has to know what they're doing when they start adventure time definitely didn't and they really figured it out but they yeah. just really did't understand. I think they,
1: they created a format that was fortuitously open world so they were able to like like pose whatever questions they wanted to and it was fine whenever they wanted to examine what the answers could actually be it's,
2: it, it actually it's kind of lost <laughs> If you what? like think of Finn and Jake. As experiencing this, you know what I mean, because that, like, they're they're plummeting through this ever expanding world of like learning more things and finding more things. It is like lost, but you know, like you want you know, to be there. But they,
0: the thing, is, it's true, and but Finn and Jake, to their credit, are never trying to figure out what's going on, yeah. which is like I feel like the central part of Lost, where you're like trying to fig- figure it out. That's where they
2: fix it. They're just on the
0: adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they really accept. <laughs> Jake especially. Yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah. Um, so, wait. What's the name of your podcast again? Can you say it?
3: Super Science Adventure Cast. Sick. Okay, cool.
0: we're going to link it in the episode
1: notes. Yeah, y'all have episode one up now. When is episode two coming?
2: Next Wednesday. This, this coming Wednesday. That is the date of August 10th. Oh, nice. Okay,
1: so by the time this episode gets edited and aired, episode two will be there. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: nice. yeah and I picked that one. And, uh picked a really hard one because I like tore apart the other movies. So he's like, all oh, right, let's pick something that you like. And then I picked Tenet.
1: Ooh, I love Tenet.
3: I love Tenet.
1: I think it's a movie that you like, it just demands to be rewatched.
2: Oh, yeah. There like is, a million times. No. <laughs> See, and well, you will hear all about this in the show, but um, Christopher Nolan definitely has a drop-off point and uh, an apex of watching and then you get diminishing returns, which is I'd bring up in the ca- cast and all that stuff. I, I, just, I, I he's got he's, a
3: formula. He's got
2: he's trapped in the M Night Shyamalan world where yeah. like,
1: don't you dare compare those
0: two.
2: I know, I know. We had Squirt, scorching take, Danny. Yeah, but there's a formula,
3: right? But right, there's an apparent is.
2: formula, and there's a take that is inherently Chris Nolan. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? And like part of it is like um, revealing truths to the audience. Way later and all this stuff, which like it sounds like I'm talking about, I'm night, but no, I'm talking about uh, Chris Nolan. But like he's got a human problem; he doesn't know how to like <laughs> write dialogue for people. Yeah, I think he might be a that, robot. Like, honestly, um, and Tenet is the best of his movies because the way that that movie is all set up, that it, you don't need human stories yeah, in it. Yeah, you don't need to like super identify with any of the characters, the problems. Are so big and so good mm. that you don't rely on character development that he always fails on mm. in the past.
3: Right. And so, like, that's kind of, again, that's like where the scoring system comes into play here is like a movie that I really, really like. However, can I give it, you know, a good score yeah. for script? You know, like, do people really talk like that in real life? I don't know. Yeah. So, it's interesting.
0: I like it. I'm excited to hear the lens through which y'all watch movies. Because it sounds, yeah. it sounds interesting and different than other people or m- myself. Like I don't, I never think about script. It's it's really funny to to think about that. And there's m- movies I like that have terrible dialogue. I'm I'm just thinking about it now.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're like,
0: yeah, well,
3: wow. It doesn't make any sense. Or like, no one would say that. You know what I mean? Or yeah. We just trying to watch a show the other day, um, that we had to turn off. I don't want to like say the show, but it was like. It, it, it was the opening scene, and you know you always have to give backstory. And it's like if I'm watching a show or a movie, and it's like, "Hi, you're my friend. I've known you for years. Do you remember we're gonna go to this thing? Do you remember when this happened ten years ago?" well and you know, and, and they give you all of that up front, where I'm like, "Yeah, and, now I can." And can't whoever watch you. thought
2: you would start dating a financier, <laughs> yeah. you know, and like, and all of these things are just like, like, "Stop! Stop now! Stop this now!" Why would I my
3: friend that I've known for years and, you yeah. know? And so again, it's, it's like, like
2: a Netflix show produced by TBS. It was just like woof. No, yeah. thank you.
0: That's a good burn right there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cool. All right. So yeah, be on the lookout for Super Science Adventure Cast. Uh, I think Joystick is about to start playing. Oh yeah, let's so get down there. We'll take a little break and then we'll go watch Joystick play some ska core, some new tone core, and then we'll talk more about Adventure Time later, probably, maybe, Hopefully. if we get there. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> this is this is better anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we go. We good? Recording? Yeah. Check. Do you check. 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 Cool. Check, 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 um, check, check. 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 Here we are. Check. We're post <clears throat> entire show. We saw Joystick. And yeah, Joystick killed it. I love those guys.
1: I, I think I said I've been playing shows with Joystick for over eight years now. Hell yeah, dude. They're, they're from New Orleans. I'm not. I, I've. I've I've been in Texas and New York and I've played shows with them for such a long fucking time. What a great yeah. band. I love those guys.
0: So great. We're we're actually, <laughs> we're doing this behind the, uh, the merch booth right now. Yeah. Um, well, I've sold th-
1: zero records, zero t-shirts. This is not a good merch night for me. I didn't expect it would be, but no. it, it seems like it's a slow merch night in general, it just yes. given b- that we're both here. We're the only people behind the merch table right now. and We're doing a podcast.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joystick's not back here selling merch. It's repository. No, None of the other bands are selling merch. We're just doing a podcast here. Um, Joystick's actually upstairs talking to Stop the Presses right now. Yeah. I see another member talking to JT. Yeah, it's... Yeah, JT
1: Turret's here from ASOB. Uh, this is a nice little New York
0: ska scene who's who. Yeah, this is a, a really fun night. Um, yeah, really great. I... I we didn't get to talk about Adventure Time very much.
1: Yeah. You know what? Okay, here's an idea. Let's just post this episode just as it is, like a like a no episode, like a part no Adventure Time episode, and yeah. then we'll do a lightning round on
0: on the actual episode, on Ocean of Fear. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> we we could use an we could use a lightning round. Yeah. Is this a part one or?
1: I don't. Yeah, I mean it could be. We did mention it a little bit. Okay, this is Ocean of, <laughs> Ocean of Fear Part One.
0: Ocean of Fear Part One. Ocean of Fear
1: Part Two will be a lightning round. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever.
0: <laughs> I like the, it. Fun.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. All right. Good Scott show. Good job.
0: Good job, everybody. Good job, everyone. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>